Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, men on. Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. NFC Championship Weekend. Excuse me. NFL Championship Weekend is in the books. We know who's going to the Super Bowl. 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal Hotline. Yes, we're going to the Super Bowl, Van. You and I, we're getting the ring. Sunday, we are all out of here. One Fred Slow, one Amory Castillo, one I'm, Van Nunley going I'm, to Vegas. I'm drinking a lot of water because... Eight days in Vegas is a long time. Okay, that's the wrong approach. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> you got to limber up that liver right now. You got to start practicing. You kind of, you got to get on board with this thing. While it is important to drink water, Amory, get that thing warmed up. Don't come in cold. And if you're struggling, just get an IV. Okay, and uh, if you're doing bad, don't tell Elmo. Keep it to yourself. Wayne, what's happening, my friend? What's going on? How do you spell recovery? Um, the, uh, I, I'm glad that people are kind of bashing on uh, Dan Campbell, but I, don't, I think it's not enough. I, I, honestly, if this was the Cowboys, the media would be all over them saying that they need to fire McCarthy and the fans would be screaming all over them. But it just seems like because they're almost like those lovable losers, they live by the sword, they die by the sword. Everybody's like, oh, well, that's just the way he is. It's, I mean, the, the previous car said it perfectly. Is that they they could have been up by a field goal, or up been up by twenty-seven to ten, and then those, that comeback would have still kept them in the lead. And then that, and then the other field goal, where the other time they got a chance when they could have tied it, that should have been taking the lead by three, mm-hmm. and that touchdown would have won the game. Or they kicked a kick to just went to field goal range to win the game in multiple clock. So yeah, it was horrible. Play management. I don't care if that's aggressive or not. That's just stupid. Like, like you got to play. Like, I mean, sometimes yes, your emotions get the best of you, and you want to stay true to your character. But you got to stay true to what's best for your team. And, and those plays were horrible. But I don't see anybody really. They almost everybody's saying, "Well, that's just the way it is." And and they would he wouldn't be getting so much scrutiny if if they made the before the, the conversion. No, if you if you have a chance to score, score even if it is only three points. If you have a chance to take the lead or even tie the game, do it. Like, play smart and remember sometimes you, it just, it's, I don't see any any reason behind that at all and if any other coach, and especially if it was the Cowboys, you guys would be all over that, including everyone else in the media about how stupid they are and it's just the typical Cowboys being the typical Cowboys and everybody's just that they're not doing the right things and just bad clock management and bad play calling and we'd hear it over and over again but I don't know why these guys getting so much of a pass for being aggressive to me that was not aggressive that was just plain stupid but uh, that's just my take on that oh, well dang Wayne you went off brother yeah I mean coaches gotta remember that they're not playing Madden you know this is real life for sure I love that take though yeah um and I don't I think Dan Campbell's. What? I think Dan Campbell's People in the right here. Like Mike McCarthy. No, I, I 100% think Dan Campbell is correct on this one. Hey, we got a Chiefs that, fan in the house. That by the point, way. What up, Aaron Buck Burnett <laughs> in the studio, distracting Amory from her very important duties right now. Hey, there's a 
Buck, there's a chair and a microphone open right next to me if you want to come in here for a second. But, Wayne, a hard disagree. That fourth and two, that was a drop. Should have been caught in the end zone for a touchdown. And then the fourth and three, where they were in field goal range, they were 75% all season from fourth and three. 75%. And their kicker was only 45% all season from that distance or longer. It makes a ton of sense to me. It made a ton of sense to Dan Campbell and the whole coaching staff, and I don't blame them whatsoever. As a man that wants to get kicking out of the NFL, I uh, <laughs> I say go for it on fourth down every time, even if it's fourth and long. Aaron Buck Burnett joining us. Uh, you ready to go to Vegas and watch your Chiefs? Man, that was, uh, oh, that was, uh, I was worried. I was concerned. Should be. But, uh, you know, here's the thing. I think once somebody gets to the point where they're starting to look like they're going to be a dynasty, like the Chiefs are at this point, everybody just wants to hate on you and crap on you. Sure. So. Oh, yeah. As the number one Chiefs hater in the world, uh, because you guys just destroy us every year in the playoffs, me being a Buffalo Bills fan. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was actually rooting for you guys yesterday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, it was uh, it was good stuff. I'm very excited. Um, it's going to be good. And, hey. and this is the first time that Patrick Mahomes has had to do it in this manner. Yeah, being a road warrior, yeah, two and zero on the road, road being, dog, baby, being an underdog, road dog. Like, well, listen, I have to hop on TJ's show, but okay. I have all kinds of baked goods that I brought from my friend's spot over at Swiss Alps Bakery. Oh, okay. Dave looked it up, and I'll tell you what. I had a piece of Tres Leches cake that he made. All right. And it was the best cake I've ever had in my life. I'm not saying that because he's my buddy. It was ridiculous. Okay. Um, also, Buck Burnett, it's so funny that you brought TJ Trout food because on Friday, my husband and I are going on a show to bring him food. So he's up to something. Nice. He's getting a lot of free food. All right. Well, I'll come back after I'm done. Please Deal. do. All right. We'll be here, buddy. Buck Burnett, resident Chiefs fan. Is Wayne still with us, or did he just drop the mic after that take? But speech is here. Oh, we got speech. My new favorite speech. speech. Oh, get out of here. 505-246-0610, Sports Animal Hotline. New favorite friend of the show, Speech. What's the haps, gangsta? Hey, what's up? Hey, I got to disagree. Okay. Fourth down. It's in the fourth quarter. You're on the road. You've already given up 24 straight points. You're struggling to get points. You got to stop the bleeding. You got to kick that field goal. And to make matters worse, did you hear what Dan Campbell said to his players after the game? We may never have another shot like this again. He is just already saying screw it for next year. <laughs> that is terrible. He is a he is a jackass. <laughs> and you know know what? I mean Harbaugh for the Ravens, what is he doing? They they had a good running game. They ran like 28 times every game. This game, they only run six times. They signed Dalvin Cook from my Vikings, 
who is a thousand yard runner, and they don't even use them. It's wild. It's wild. Now, now the the uh, Chiefs did have a good plan. They thought what I figured: if you could bottle up Jackson and make him throw, Jackson is not that good of a passer. I don't think. Now, Rex Ryan brought this up on the radio. The rape Jackson is not a, a um, like stand in the pocket. Player, no, never has been. But the Ravens had him stand in the pocket. So dumb. Eighty. 80- of the plays, what are they doing? And Flowers, I kind of laughed at that play because if you remember earlier, he pushed the the chief receiver down. He got caught on a foul for that, and he deserved it. The Ravens were playing stupid football. Every time they did something Good. They did some jackass celebration. <laughs> I'm happy they lost. And you know what? I got to go with the Chiefs. I got to take my homes over Purdy. I'm going to be in Vegas this week. Yeah, you're going to be hanging with us, Beach. are going to be running wild. Now, I need your help with this. Okay, holla. Now. I I talked to Anne Marie. Okay. She said she she can't do anything for me to get credentials. Yeah, well, now I'm a I comedian. Can. I called my contact, Howard Stern in New York. Uh-huh. Yep. He said he can't even do anything for me. So I need you guys <laughs> to help me out because I want to be on your show. All right. Well, don't uh, ask that loser, Howard Stern. Like he's he's nobody. He's a has been. You come with your boy. You call me first, Speech. speech what are I'll you give doing? You Van's number, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> give your information to Anne Marie. I did. She goes, we can help you. Well, I do can't, what I you can't can get do. you a media pass, but I can I can give you Van's number, and uh, I'm sure stuff will happen. Okay, can you give me his number? Yes, we'll we do that. We won't do that on air, but I will text you because I have your phone number, Speech, because we've been friends for so long. Also, Howard Stern, you. if you're listening. And I appreciate that. <laughs> that's why, that's and why I, Speech I'll and I know each other. Yeah. give you tickets to my comedy show I'm doing. I'm going to be at the Downtown Comedy Lounge uh, Friday and Saturday night before the Super Bowl. Ooh. Very fun. We'll be there, too. There you go. Also, Howard Stern, if you're listening, I was kidding. Uh, if any of your people are listening, you're a legend. I was just okay. using you for the sake of uh, comedy. Relax. Just help our boy speech there out. Come on. Yeah. There you go. Also, don't say no to my boy speech. Come on, Howard. You're better than that. Speech, you're okay. on to something here. Hey, thanks for the call, speech. I'm going to... Well, well I'm I gonna look un- forward to meeting you guys. Absolutely. We're so stoked, my dude. I've met speech through Howard Stern show, so that we've been friends for a very long time. Awesome. Great just, call speech. We're going so to We're going to unpackage uh what you're talking about when we get back. We'll talk about well, and Wayne, yeah, Wayne, he brought his A game for sure. Um I mean, that's the topic of the day. It's not the success of the Niners and the Chiefs, it's the failures of Dan Campbell and John Harbaugh. And we'll have more on that when we get back. You're listening to Two Men on 95.9 FM AM 610 D Sports Animal.
More NFL talk. Passionate callers today. Very passionate. Man, you I guys are bringing it. it. Young, Gate, young Jake Cassio here. Van Nunley here. Amory Castillo here. Fred Slow's out on assignment. He's the official lobbyist for two men on and talk ABQ production. Babies. Duke City Championship Wrestling out in them streets. All right. So what had happened was is John Harbaugh just an epic choke, an epic choke. Why do you go against the game plan that you've had all year, you fool? You have the best rushing attack in the NFL. You have a triple-headed monster of better-than-competent running backs. The Chiefs gave up 186 yards last week. Wow. <clears throat> oh, okay. Here we go. I was just, Mandatory I was just about to go on a... Anti Harbaugh. Well, we're I was going to bring Jim Harbaugh into this thing somehow too. Um, we have a lot to unpack with all these great callers and their hot takes, but we got to get through headlines. Okay, fine. Okay, starting off with the Philadelphia Eagles uh, expected to hire Chargers offensive coordinator Kellen Moore for the offensive coordinator position. Will this save the Eagles? Uh, save? Uh, no. No. Will it make? Jalen Hurts better? Yes. It's going to force Jalen to pass the ball a lot more. Yeah. Which doesn't really work. I don't think Kellen Moore is the idiot everyone thinks he is. I think sometimes it's really hard being the smartest guy in the room. He gets a little too complicated sometimes. Sometimes you just need to hand off the ball. Yeah. And uh, I think those personalities with Nick Sirianni at the helm is going to clash. I think it's an average hire. It's not bad. I'll give it a B. C plus. More coaching news. Steelers interviewing ex-Falcons head coach Arthur Smith for a offensive coordinator position. I mean, it can't be any worse than Matt Canada. Is he actually Canadian? <laughs> I think he's from Quebec. Quebec? Yeah. So he, does that count as Canadian or is that French? It's uh, half and half. Okay. I think that you refer to yourself as a French Canadian. Probably. I have no idea, honestly. And uh, as for the Buffalo Bills, even more coaching news Joe Brady to become the full time offensive coordinator for your Buffalo Bills, Jake Cassio. I can't <laughs> wait. We made the right hire. This is who I wanted. He finally gets to make his own playbook instead of going over. Ken Dorsey's god-awful playbook, and what he did with that was spectacular. I can't wait to see what he just starts to draw up. Uh, yeah, I'm indifferent on this one. I think he's a six. Ooh. Yeah. Six for six, yeah. <laughs> six out of six is what you're saying? Yeah, that's the standard scale. Some, something's got to give him Buffalo. Well, speaking of Ken Dorsey, he is getting a job from the Cleveland Browns as they are going to hire him as their new offensive coordinator. Too bad Joe Flacco's leaving town. Yeah. And they're going to have to deal with Deshaun or a DTR or PJ Walker or whoever else they pick up. Yeah, I, I mean, I never do this to human beings. Like, I want the best for everyone. If you're in a down spot, I want things to get better for you. Uh, if, if you're not the best person on earth, I hope you reform. I hope you learn from your mistakes. I hope you get better. I hope you better yourself throughout that life. A man of second chances. With that being said, Deshaun Watson can straight up suck it. He is the worst. 
I cannot root for him. I cannot root for the Browns. I cannot root for anything associated with him or his ilk. And now that they hire Ken Dorsey, it just gives me another reason to be like, boo. Boo. Yeah, boo. Boo boo him, boo the Browns, and now boo Ken Dorsey. Also, cash them checks, baby. There's so much NFL talk following yesterday's games. And my favorite part of media that dominates all the websites is direct quotes from players like Baltimore Ravens wide receiver Zay Flowers on fumbling would-be touchdown in loss to the Chiefs. He just said it simple, guys. He said, I'll learn from my mistakes. And that's it? And he dropped the mic and walked away? That's it. How are you going to learn from the the ball being punched out of you unless you, like, keep that thing on you like a baby? Yeah, I mean, so what? You're down at the one-yard line instead of making a hero dive in. It was a rookie mistake. You don't you don't jump out with your hands forward when you're that close to that many defenders. It's literally their job to knock the ball out of your hands. Rookie mistake, and I hope you do learn from it. Good job. Also, that taunting penalty oh. was not as bad as it seemed. No. It was a dumb rookie mistake, but what a lot of people, especially the commentators while I was watching this game, what they just glossed over was the defender was twisting his leg. That's why he pushed him down. Because the defender had his... I would, too. Yeah, the the defender had his calf and was, like, twisting over on it. And I think they had to call it because it got a little uh, crazy there in pregames with uh, Mahomes and Kelsey throwing Justin Tucker's helmet, and then the DBs for both teams were going at it. You know, they the Chiefs got in the Ravens' head, and it showed. Yeah, uh, it got into the coach's head. It called an awful friggin' game plan. Well, he saw his brother. He wanted to be just like him with Michigan. Zay, yeah, exactly that. Zay Flowers, like for being a rookie, is a stud. Oh, like, he's, he's speedy. Yeah, they got they got a stud right there. But he made a bunch of rookie mistakes. Like beyond like throwing his helmet down and punching the bench and cutting his friggin' finger open. Hey, if you're a model, don't be a boxer. <laughs> if you're if you're a wide receiver, don't smash your hands on a metal bench, you fool. It's your most important you asset. How you, you, your hands, that's your job. That's the most important part of your body. Your eyes, your feet, and your hands. If you can't run to the ball, you can't see the ball. And if you don't have hands, you can't be a wide receiver. Quit punching walls. Quit throwing your helmet. Quit slapping the bench. I'm not even mad at the taunting penalty. Because that jerk Let chief defensive back twisted his leg. I get while he was upset. Quit fighting inanimate objects. They will win. I have learned this lesson the hard way. A brick wall is undefeated at tennis, Zay Flowers. I have broken uh, many a bones because of inanimate objects. Yes. Jake, you punch the drywall. Yeah, it's a... Hit the drywall. Don't hit the stud. Yeah, I didn't have a stud checker. <laughs> hey, Marie. I got a couple more for you guys. All right, hit me up, NFL stud checker. Um, going along with the Ravens, uh, the Lamar Jackson also uh, had a quote for y'all. After um, He's trying to look at the bright side after a spoiled opportunity. He's not frustrated, but he's angry. Isn't that worse? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, grow up. He's angry that he just learned how to read a playbook like mm-hmm. four years ago. Yes. One of my favorite star uh, stories of the day, new Chargers head coach Jim Harbaugh admits 
he was starstruck meeting quarterback Justin Herbert. All right, that is super soft. Like, yeah, it, what are you that doing? is like that one is of the Kevin. most boring guys in the NFL. What, because he has a ponytail? Like, I don't understand. He's your quarterback. He's going to make him cut his hair. He, oh, what, is he on the Yankees now? Well, you put him on the, <laughs> make him wear khakis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what you've been missing in your game, Justin Herbert. They're replacing the power of khakis. <laughs> if anyone missed Dan Campbell's, uh, the coach of the Detroit Lions, fourth down decision, uh, he just want to let you all know that he does not regret it. Good. I wouldn't either. No, I regrets. do regret the play call, though. Should have just ran it up with Jameer. I mean, there's that too, but you're not guaranteed. You, if you it's, it's fourth and one, pound the ball up the middle. Fourth and three, you got to have some kind of uh, flat running back out, tight end over the middle. You, I mean, you got to put the ball where people aren't. Like before they even turn around, the ball's got to be there. I am pro Dan Campbell. I will scream it from the top of the Sandias. I think he made the right decision in both decisions. It just so happened that everything they've done done right all year didn't work out in that moment. Now, if they had a better kicker, which they will 100% try to go for oh, in this offseason, yeah. it'll be a very different story for them next year. The kicker was 45% from 48 or longer. You're 75% on fourth and short. That is a duh. Go for it every time. Do you want to take a test and get an F, or do you want to get a C minus? Yeah, sure. Last headline for the segment as we wrap up this edition of NFL Headlines. Uh, there was a lot of drama as uh, Kadarius Tony took his uh, his drums to the to the Graham, and Chiefs head coach Andy Reid says we did not make up any of his injuries by any means. So if you missed it, guys, Kadarius Tony went to Instagram trying to start a lot of drama. I think they said that he had a hip injury to just be nice and just be like, hey, you actually just aren't that good. Yeah, you cost us multiple games this year. For all of your heroics last year in the Super Bowl, you've gone a complete 180, and you are a dumpster fire this year, and you're going to cost us the game. I mean, I, I think it was honorable of the Chiefs front office or coaching staff, whoever made the decision, to say that he was injured. And saying, like, hey, we, we let him be with his family. He's having a kid. Like, that's the honorable thing to do. Like, read the writing on the wall, Kadarius. You know what? This is going to be a little bold here, but I'm still going to bet on him to score a touchdown in this game and the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. I did it last year at plus 750. It hit on the corn dog play, and it's going to happen again this year. Good Lord. Congratulations. Can't wait to get Super Bowl bets. Oh, I, I'm already deep into it. Well, me too, but you know. Did you put in your Travis Kelsey proposes to Taylor Swift bet in yet? Yeah, plus mm -hmm. 1,900 for yes and minus 250 for no. At the Super Bowl? Yeah. He's mm -hmm. not going to at the Super Bowl. Why not? I don't know. I, but I you, do bring, you bring Taylor Swift. Album. You bring Taylor Swift down on the field, standing right next to, ta uh, right next to Travis Kelsey. And at the same time, they say, we're going to Disneyland. And then Taylor Swift goes, yay, or whatever, into the camera. And at that exact moment, Travis Kelsey reaches into his back pocket, kneels down right in front of her on national television and proposes. I can see it. Yeah, and I cannot wait for him to play with the ring in his pocket the whole game. Oh, well, somebody's holding it on the sideline. Yeah. Then you grab it. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. 
Must see TV, baby. As a woman, I know some women, well, yeah, maybe she would do it for whatever business purpose, but I think they're going to get engaged this year. I just don't think at the Super Bowl. Could you imagine he proposes and she goes, I got to think about Mm. it. Bring him a home. Can we talk? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, well, have you seen my hit list? I don't think you're up to standard, Travis. It's been fun. You're no John Mayer. Yeah. You think she's going to like join Usher during halftime? If she makes the show. She's going to because actually I, I sent it to the group chat. Yeah. Breaking down how uh, how she's going to make it. All right. Know. Reluctantly, I'll do it. Taylor Swift segment when we get back. Two men on. 95.9 FM AM 610. D. Taylor Swift animal. Two men on. 95.9 FM AM 610. The sports animal. One Van Nunley here. One young Jake Cassio right over there. Yo. One Amory Castillo on the other side of the glass. So I know we got a lot to talk about, and we still haven't unpacked, like, all the wonderful callers that have called today their takes. Uh-huh. And we have even had friend of the show, uh, regular here at the radio, Buck Burnett, bring us in some treats, and they're delicious. Yeah, some delicious, we tasty had treats. Some treats on the break. Green chili apple pie. Ten for so ten. good. It is fantastic. Usually I don't. I love green chili. I love spicy food. I love New Mexican food. But I don't like all the green chili candy and green chili ice I'm cream not, and drink. I'm but not a dessert person. This thing, this is like a perfect combo, like the right amount of spicy and savory with the sweet and apple and the crunchy, delicious friggin' crust and lattice on top. I'm like, I'm wildly impressed. Yeah, and they use some good spicy green chili in that, too. It's legit. It's got a little afterburn. Yeah, I like that a lot. I never thought that flavor profile would work. I am a huge fan. I crushed that for sure. Just want to give a shout-out to Swiss Alps Bakery, friend of Buck Burnett. Thank you for those treats. Yeah, thanks for the tasty treats. Um, The NFL does not need any more money. Uh, No. They're doing fine. Billions of dollars every year that they generate, whether it's a TV deal or merch or advertising or ticket sales, it always goes up and they make more and more money every single year. They don't need Taylor Swift, but boy, are they happy she's here for the ride. She has had the greatest first season as a sports fan ever. She's so lucky. With all the money, one that she's making that Travis is making, that the NFL is making. She's, like, generated, like, $331 million for the NFL alone. Yeah, the estimate is $331.5 million is her added value to NFL this year with all of the added interest in all of the extra viewers, the boost in ad revenue, the boost in sales, the boost in traffic for their social media. Taylor Swift... Allegedly, from an independent study, has added $331.5 million to the value of the NFL this year. That is wild. I don't think there's any other celebrity that could do those kind of numbers either. Who? I mean, who could? Not even Jay-Z. Not even, not even Jay-Z. That's your answer for everything, Jake. Well, I mean, he is the pinnacle of, you know, success in my eyes. I think... Such a homer. He's not a businessman. He's a businessman. 
not only is she just a billionaire and bringing so much money into the most successful product, one of the most successful products in the world, the NFL, she's also bringing in a whole new audience to football. And I know it is driving people up a wall, but she really is. If they don't do like a Taylor Swift like broadcast for the NFL, just explaining football they to all the been. Swifties. Yeah, they have been. Well, some people have already taken advantage of it, but I'm just saying, like, it's a good idea. Yeah, Swifty school. Whoever has the first Swifty football school is going to crush it. Swifties are crazy too. The amount of research they've probably already done on football they're 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 crazy. Oh, how- they'll know everything about the Chiefs. They'll know more than average football fan. I guarantee it. Well, let's let's take it one step further. I bet they know more about football than a lot of average totally. dudes because they're so obsessed with Taylor that, Swift. Oh, my God. That's their whole life. That's their whole existence. Mm-hmm. That's their whole personality. If she's into football, I'm into football. Totally. Yeah. So I bet there's a lot of Swifties out there who did all their research, who sweated over graphs, who sweated over old books by Vince Lombardi. And, you know, there's a lot of Swifties out there that know more about the cover two defense than your Uncle Rick. Oh, yeah. And they 100% have probably already gone through every game of every NFL season ever and know the history like the back of their hand, just like they know the lyrics to all of her songs. <laughs> sure. No, but not only do they know the lyrics, like, it's how how are a sportsy sports people, we research stats and the most ridiculous things ever. That's what they do with Taylor Swift. You know, I... um. We talked about this before, like the Super Bowl being in Vegas this year. Oh, my gosh. I was uh, last year uh, when we are at Radio Row in Phoenix, we're talking to a Vegas insider. Um, I don't know if they want me talking about this, so they'll remain nameless. But this person is like, look, Vegas makes billions of dollars a year. People are going to come here no matter what. Vegas does not need the NFL. No. The NFL needs Vegas. Right. Amen to that. It's going to be the biggest performance. It's going to be the biggest spectacle in Super Bowl history. It's going to be wild. By the way, if you didn't know already, the boys of Two Men On will be in Vegas at Radio Row all week doing some dope-ass interviews with your favorite football players and actors and celebrities and whoever gets shoved in front of us, whoever we can recruit to sit down at the cool kids' table. But this is the same thing with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift doesn't need the NFL. No. She doesn't need all these NFL fans learning about her music. She's already the biggest artist in the world. The NFL needs Taylor Swift. Yeah, and I mean, the Taylor Swift prop bets are already out and about. Oh, it's wild. I yeah. cannot wait. Yeah, so they uh, they have it as uh, over under one and a half times that she's shown during the National oh, Anthem. Oh, 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 during the National Anthem? Yeah, only during the National Anthem. Oh, no. Like judging Reba? I'm going to tell yeah, they also have the uh, national anthem going uh, over under 86 and a half seconds, which is only a minute and 20 seconds. That's that's too short for me. Way too short. I'm, I always I'm bet over, over two. Yeah. It's usually like two minutes and 13 seconds or something weird yeah. like that. It's a very it, long time. Is there a bet if Reba makes Taylor Swift cry during the national anthem? No, but I'm going to start my own book. Because you know the, the Nick Sirianni meme that he was crying during the National yeah, Anthem. and Chris Stapleton. A lot of other people like have done that. You're like, oh, okay, tough guy, football player. Hey, let's fo- see yeah, that's a football guy. Yeah. But let's see if Reba makes Taylor Swift cry. She's going to make me cry. I know that. Yeah, I'll be standing and crying. There's no prop bets for if Van cries when Reba sings to him. 
Only in the in-house sports book. Yeah, take the over. I'm crying. But the Taylor Swift effect and, you know, hardcore NFL fan, guy that yells at his They're TV. So mad. You're 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 already sick of it. And look, if you want the NFL to be more interesting, you want the NFL to be more popular, you want the NFL to reach more people, deal with it, buddy. Yeah. I'm sorry. And it's only good for the game. This honestly. Is, this is this is the future. This isn't just old white guys on their couch yelling at their television anymore. It's a worldwide brand. All ages, all sexes, if you will, all genders are in the football. Yeah. People love it. It's, a, it's the one of the biggest spectacles, if not the biggest spectacle in the world. And the more people I can talk football with, the better world I yeah. live in. That's what the NFL wants. Yeah, I don't want to talk to a lady on a first day and go, oh, do you watch football? And hear, hear her say no. Right. Yeah. Then I'd have, I can avoid you know what's all crazy, the awkward. Jake? Huh? Some guys don't like it, though. As a psycho sports fanatic my whole life, some guys don't like it. I love it. Talk football. I love I, I would not rather. On sport, not on radio like I do. I'm saying in general. Yeah, I'd rather talk to a, a lady, you know, and be Pretty like, sure did you watch why, the game last night? Mm. I'm pretty sure that's why I got an engagement ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, ra- I'd rather talk about something a little bit more interesting than what did you get from Lululemon today? Uh, okay. I would I would rather talk about like J.D. Salinger's early stuff, but I mean, that's few and far you between. You would, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did the wire mean to you, Jake? Uh, I I can talk about that too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm, I'm all in on that. I, your boy, your boy Van wears a lot of hats. Like, let's not uh, get that twisted. Like, I got a lot of interests, and they're weird and quirky and off the wall and different. I'm not just completely sportsy sports guy. That's why I'm open to this kind of stuff. Yeah, totally. I I love expanding the fan base. I love expanding what I'm personally it's, into. It's just funny because. If it was any other team, no one would care this much. It's because it's the best team in the NFL right now and the people who are winning. Yeah, could you imagine if Taylor Swift was dating Mac Jones? Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Be sure. like completely different. This is because haters got to hate. Hate, 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 hate. That's one of Taylor Swift's songs. But they hate Taylor Swift because she's part of success. I mean, there was there was quite some time, and I, I'm still partially that way. I couldn't pick... A Taylor Swift song on the radio if it's playing. I don't know what her voice sounds like. If you line up a, a bunch of skinny white women who are good at singing and you had to blindfold me and be like, which one's Taylor Swift? I don't know. I think but I, I understand her social impact. Well, they definitely got the logo right because one of Taylor Swift's albums, Speak Now, has that exact shade of purple that they use in the That's NFL logo. Album. And they got the colors right. It was Chiefs wow. versus Niners the whole time with the Taylor Swift effect. So you're saying the logo conspiracy is true. It's wasn't, still alive. wasn't Ravens purple. It was no. wasn't Taylor Lamar Jackson. Swift. It was Taylor Swift. Taylor Speak Swift. now. Look, that's the, identical. Is that her latest album? I have no idea. No. no her, she's yeah. re-releasing all her albums because she wants to own her music. Okay. As so everyone should. She, so she can make yeah. more money. Yeah. So she's re-releasing her 13 albums, and she just released Speak Now. That was the last album that was re-released this year. And when's the next one dropping? So that's the big thing with Taylor Swift, is she starts dropping Easter eggs. Now, the next rumor is uh, she's going to drop re-release Reputation. So I think she's going to do it in Vegas, and that's going to be insane. I wish there was a bet on that. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, do they come out to a Taylor Swift song? Mm. 
Also, people are debating if she should get a ring. Oh, like a Super Bowl ring? Yeah, because Brittany Mahomes got one last year. What? Why? I don't know. For all her TikToks now, and everyone, spraying champagne on fans? I guess team bases do it. And then someone tried to come at me and be like, oh, well, sometimes their trainers and stuff get rings. I'm like, well, that's the people training the team. Yeah, they're part of the team. They're, they're on the, the staff. Team. Yeah. If if the guy who sells hot dogs for 20 years in Kansas City, he deserves a ring. He deserves a ring. For Way that before guy. Taylor. The NFL should give her a cut. I don't know about a ring. What about that 331 milli? What's her cut of that? Yeah, I know. Thanks. There has to be an under the ground like yeah. contract for like how many times she's shown during a game. And, it, you know, I, I don't think it's that far fetched to say this is like some sort of like media arranged marriage kind of thing totally. where they were just set up because to benefit both her career and the NFL, the NFL is getting way bigger for a bump than her. But look, I get it. You're going to tell me, like, this is, like, natural, altruistic stuff where they just, like, randomly heard from a friend that they think, oh, Tay-Tay thinks you're cute, Trav. Like, I'm going to hang out with her in Barbados next April. You want to come? Like, no, that's not how it happened. I heard it happened that he went to a, uh, one of her shows and made, like, a, a, like a bracelet with his phone thing. number on it. Well, let me tell you yeah, why. that's a big thing in the Taylor Swift community, too. Everyone makes friendship bracelets. And uh, let me tell you why you two are suckers. That's just a creative story by their PR team. They've been hooking up for a long time. They had their arranged marriage years ago, and it's finally time to enact the the Swift-Kelsey relationship on the media to distract them from whatever else is going on in the world. So you're saying the Illuminati lizard people put this up? A hundred percent. You know what? As a crazy conspiracy theorist, I'm on your side now. Travis yes. Kelsey, have you seen the commercials? Travis Kelsey has every commercial right now. Yes, he does. And here's another little crazy conspiracy theorist. So the last time the, uh, the Chiefs and uh, Niners played each other was an election year. It's an election year this year, and it's the same two guys. And Taylor wah, wah, Swift. Wah. And they're going to have the Chiefs win because they don't want the Don to win. <laughs> she is endorsing Biden. I think she's not in really endorsing Biden. She's just going against Endorsing Trump. humanity. <laughs> no, no, she did say that, though. She's yeah. going to endorse him. Well, obviously. Yeah, obviously. She said yeah. that before, though. She said that a long time ago. That's not a new thing. She seems like a reasonable, rational person. Of course she is. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, Kelsey's in the Pfizer commercials. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. We, you know, no one's pro Biden. Hey, Everyone's just anti the other thing. All right. I'm gonna get off this soapbox. Let's go. Let's go to commercial. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. Sorry. On the other side of glass, they're probably saying the same Baltimore Ravens anyways NFL talk when we get back and we check in on Elmo is Elmo okay two men on 95.9 FM AM 610 the sports animal quickie right here to wrap up the hour listen to two men on 95.9 FM AM 610 the sports animal I'm gonna wrap up this Taylor Swift stuff because I know a third of you are absolutely sick of it. A third of you are wildly into it. And a third of you don't care. Where do you sit? I'm into it, bro. It's something to talk about, for sure. Um, 
part of me is anno- there's like a part of me that's super annoyed. There's a part of me that like just does not care, and then there's a part of me that's like super into it. Yeah, I mean, if it grows the game, if it's good for the game, if it gets more people into it, if it makes being an NFL fan more passable to the the wide audience, it makes you look not like the fringe weirdo and more look like status quo. I think that's great for everyone. Yeah, I mean, if the average NFL fan is moving away from my conformed self already. No, you're fringe, for sure. You care too much. Yeah. I will I'm an extremist. I will yeah, you're gonna hear that from me a lot throughout the years. You you care too much. You cry for both wins and losses. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like during the NFL season, to me nothing else really matters. But the NFL season when they play games is just part of it. It's just as big in the off season. Oh yeah. The the draft, the camps, the the off season, the 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 preseason, the everything about it. It's it's a 24 hour a day product and it's a year round product now. There is no football season. It's football life. It's football life in America. Yeah, and I I think I am the true embodiment of a football life. Uh yeah, yeah, you need more hobbies. Yeah, you need you need a little more. You need to round out your existence a little bit. Also, this is a 40-year-old man sitting on his porch right now <laughs> telling the the young buck in his early 20s all of his faults because I've gone through the same expletive deleted as you have. Just uh I learned from mine. <laughs> yeah, I I think throughout the generations history will repeat itself. Yeah, people will always love the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. And regardless of the the self-harm all these players are putting themselves through, regardless of all the the horrible behavior a small percentage of these guys commit, the of, despite all the weird clothing contracts we have with sweatshops all over the world making NFL gear, regardless of all that stuff, it's never going to be more popular than it is tomorrow. It's just going to keep growing and growing and growing, and you can't stop it. And the bump that they had this year from Taylor Swift, take notes, NFL. You're going to ride this thing no matter how. Get who's Taylor? Who's diet Taylor Swift? Like Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Well, get get Megan the Stallion up on this thing. Get get all these popular oh, yeah. women who all these young women idolize and look up at. Cardi B single. Get you a new. Oh, miss me with Cardi B. She has lost her mind. <laughs> She's a little crazy. She has lost her mind. And we'll talk about that on Women Crush Wednesday with J Bell. We never miss that. Wednesday at six o'clock. We're hitting our pop culture and our lady questions. Yeah. Have a lot of fun with that. We're going to have a lot of fun in the six o'clock hour. I got a legit weird story coming up. This is NFL, and this is also sports adjacent, and it's the weirdest thing I've ever heard, and I love it, and I'm going to tell you all about it when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal.